We believe ourselves to be the oldest continuous barbecue sauce in the United States. Barbecue and sauce. Those are two simple words, but when put together, they're quite powerful. Those words can bring people together from all corners of the state, the country, and the world to celebrate love and family in the form of a backyard holiday cookout, or tailgating before a big game, or Sunday after church dinner on the grounds. And one barbecue sauce from Macon has been serving this public good since 1935. I'm David Zelski, and this is the Fork in the Road podcast, featuring the stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Today, let's dive into the world of Mrs. Griffin's barbecue sauce. Putting South in your mouth since 1935. That's our slogan. Yes, that's the slogan, and we'll get back to that. If you were to throw a dart at a map of Georgia, the bullseye pretty much would be downtown Macon, and that is where we are traveling today. We find ourselves just a little more than a mile from Mercer University's main campus and walking distance to the Allman Brothers Museum in a nondescript white building that pumps out gallons and gallons and gallons of tempting, tasty barbecue sauce. Uh, we make three different sauces on this line. We've got original, hickory, hot, and our newest sweet. That's Roland Neal. He is the owner of Mrs. Griffin's. Yes, you heard right, Mrs. Griffin's barbecue sauce is not owned by an old lady. But that doesn't actually mean there wasn't a real-life Mrs. Griffin. There was. Her name was Etta. Etta was original Miss Griffin. Mr. Griffin, he was going to call it Mr. Griffin's barbecue sauce. But then he thought about it a little while and thought it'd sell better if he called it Mrs. Griffin's barbecue sauce. That right there is a marketing lesson from 1935. Here's the full story. Mangum Edward Griffin was born in 1899, and he created a special barbecue sauce that he made for his family's 4th of July picnic every year. Everybody always raved about his sauce, and M.E. Griffin's brother suggested that he bottle some and bring it to his grocery store. M.E. brought 12 bottles, and his brother sold them before Mr. Griffin could even get home. Emmy Griffin started the family-run business in 1935 with the family making sauce in their kitchen. He called his special sauce Mrs. Griffin's Barbecue Sauce in honor of his wife, Etta Busby Griffin. Because according to Mr. Griffin, a woman's name seemed to sell better than a man. <laughs> okay. But after 1935, it has con continuously been sold every day. We believe ourselves to be the oldest continuous barbecue sauce in the United States wow. every day. So. That's staying power there. Staying power, yeah. Staying power indeed. So how does a barbecue sauce stick around for that long? It must be pretty unique, right? Well, the Miss Griffin style is really the unique. It's, a, it's the one, it's, it's so old, it's the story that the barbecue regions were written about. The original Griffin family was from Columbia, South Carolina. They moved to Macon, and they, on 4th of July, they would have picnics where the Macon crowd and the Columbia crowd would come to Macon, and it kind of was a little bit of a hybrid mustard sauce. They started adding a little bit of tomato paste 
getting away from the Columbia group of the family. So it kind of brought uh, mustard and tomato paste, mustard and ketchup type sauce into, into Georgia. And uh, we're very, very proud of that. The barbecue sauce regional books are written around Miss Griffin's. The company continues to run in the tradition set by Mr. Griffin all those years ago. The various ingredients of the sauce are mixed, not cooked, in a 60-gallon vat. The process, which actually takes four days, includes 12 steps to combining the ingredients. The sauce is then mixed between three to four hours before being ready for bottling. Well, it takes, it takes quite a few secret ingredients. One thing it starts with, we buy these 450-pound drums of mustard. We buy about 43 thousand pounds of those at a time have those brought down here in a truckload we also buy 200 grain vinegar in these 330 gallon totes now 200 grain vinegar is much stronger than what you get at the grocery store uh, we add water to dilute it down but if it was any stronger than 200 grain it would have to be hazmat so that's as strongest vinegar you can ship on a truck, on, a, on an interstate. I had this conversation with Roland as we walked through the Mrs. Griffin's plant. Now you can only imagine how delicious that building smells. Oh man, we got it going on in here. We got smoked barbecue sauce filling up in the 32 ounce bottles over there. We've got our 1600 gallon tank which we just emptied, our 800-gallon tank, our 300-gallon tank, and about 1,000 bottles sitting right here on this pallet, many more 1,000 out there. This is how we do things. It's a little bit manual, a little bit automated. It's a hybrid. But this one room here fill up about every store in uh, South Georgia. And what are those stores? Do you have to travel to Macon or down to South Georgia to find Mrs. Griffin's barbecue sauce? Nope, not at all. You can find it uh, nationwide, amazon.com, walmart.com, MsGriffins.com, all the Kroger's in the Southeast. Really, most stores within about a four state area, all Winn-Dixie's, all um, Ballos, Harvey's, um, Kroger's, Walmart's, mostly all those places, but anywhere out of the southeast, do walmart.com, amazon.com, MsGriffins.com. What we're most proud of, Ms. Griffins, is we can go out into an open market like a Walmart store. And Walmart has been very, very supportive of Ms. Griffins, giving us a lot of space on the shelf. And when they do that, we can beat all the other brands in this area. Maybe not nationwide, but this area, we can kill them. Sometimes two and three times more sales with Miss Griffins than in a uh, just nationally billion dollar brand. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate the customers, the, one, the people that are actually putting that down the grocery scanner how much we appreciate them supporting a small regional brand like Miss Griffin's. Now we've talked this long about the barbecue sauce, but you know we haven't even mentioned what food to put it on. 
The label says Miss Griffin is good on everything. Good on everything. But especially pork, chicken, a uh, little beef, anything like that. And it can also be used as a ketchup, like a mop sauce, where it's mopped through the meat after, say, the meat may be cooked or something like that. So um, we, we suggest trying Miss Griffin's on just about everything. Tastes great on everything. Now, as much as I like the idea of taking Mrs. Griffin's to my next family cookout, it also makes me wish I could order up a load of stuff for myself right now. Well, you kind of can. Well, we are so fortunate to work with uh, William and Camille Foshi on Cast Iron Catering. They're in the same building we are, and they're one of the finest caterers in central Georgia, and they love Miss Griffin's. They take Miss Griffin's using a lot of different recipes, anything from macaroni and cheese to just all kind of stuff we never even dreamed of. And they use it in their uh, caterings. We could not be more proud to be associated with it. Mrs. Griffin's barbecue sauce and your macaroni and cheese. Yum. Yummy. Yummy. <laughs> that, that Ace Ventura. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> now let's hear a little more from William at Cast Iron Catering. We're here in Macon, Georgia, located off Roth Avenue with Miss Griffin's barbecue sauce. Uh, we happen to be a catering facility, Cast Iron Catering, that uh, is alongside, and we like to use uh, their product frequently on a lot of stuff that we do as well. Given that it's a hometown making thing, we, uh, we like to keep it local and going. All right, today I'm gonna make a little bit of a uh, barbecue, kind of a little Cajun twist. They've got this new barbecue rub right here that Miss Griffins has just uh, gotten out on the shelves. It's uh, something we like to use a, a good bit, especially with our porks and our barbecuing, but also it's really good on fish and uh, other fried items. Toss it like seasoning salt. Hmm, that's not sauce. That's something different. Roland? In our quest for growth and new items to put in the supermarket shelf, we're very excited to announce our shake, which is a rub, but we rather call it shake. So you shake a little bit of this on what you're cooking, and it's not going to get any better than that. This is uh, Miss Griffin's shake made from the same basic ingredients that the sauce is made from just with a, a little drier. It's like a sauce, but dry. It's a rub and a shake. So let's drop back in on William as he describes one of the ways he likes to use the shake. We have our onions, uh, nice fine julienne in here. We're gonna take some of our seasoning. Miss Griffins, almost had it shaken up right. It adds a little bit of a, a nice vinegar, dehydrated mustard, uh, kind of salt flavor. And then, I mean, if you want to sweeten it up, you can. It does have sugar in it, so it'll caramelize nicely. Uh, I put it in here to also mix with some red wine vinegar to uh, help it dissolve down. Add your slaw, let it sit overnight. You have a nice vinegar-based barbecue slaw. Well, that was a big mistake because now I'm super hungry. All right, we've done the slaw with the rub now. We've got it on the plate waiting. We're gonna go into our proteins. We have a nice pork tenderloin here. We're just gonna do it dry rub style. Straight up seasoning, a little bit of oil in a cast iron skillet, cast iron catering. You got, you got to roll with what your grandma taught you on. So we're going to go ahead and take this pork tenderloin right here. We've been letting it sit out room temp. Always uh, a good way to make sure you cook meat thoroughly. Cook it from room temp. And uh, now you're just searing and firing. That is not helping. That sounds amazing.
And I think it's important to point out that William is a pro and could be using any sauce or rub that he wants or even makes on his own, but he chooses Mrs. Griffin's. I love Miss Griffin's for many reasons. A, he's my next door neighbor. Good guy. Um, we, the flavors and the marinades they use, we use a lot of mustard in our stuff. We love vinegars. Uh, it just kind of hand in hand goes together with what we like to do on our side of the world and what he has uh, access right here next door to us uh, to be able to work together on. And it's local, making grown, making owned, making shipped, making delivered, making packaged, making everything. Uh, we're, we're making everything here. We got good food, we got good sauce, and uh, we're located right here in Macon, Georgia. Mrs. Griffin's has been around since 1935. That is a very, very long time to be selling barbecue sauce. We, we believe we lasted this long because the love from our customers and everybody else, and we just, we really appreciate the business. You don't have to be in middle Georgia to enjoy Mrs. Griffin's barbecue sauce. But if you find yourself near Macon, you can just stop by and say hello to Roland and pick up a bottle or two for yourself. And you can watch a fork in the road on GPB TV or anytime on the gpb.org website. That's where you'll also be able to listen and subscribe to this podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. I'm David Zelski. Thanks for listening to A Fork in the Road. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.